I'm Gloria. And I'm Mari. Just two women trying to inspire ourselves. And others. I know, so to... <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk, we're going to let our audience get to know us, right? Absolutely. <laughs> While we're getting to know each other too. <laughs> hey, we're starting out, so this is just all part of the process. We're getting to know how we work together too, so that's fun. So this is our first official podcast. Yes. I guess we could say episode one, season one. <laughs> Take one. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> we'll be learning as we go. Yes. So, okay, so let's talk a little bit about how we got to where we are. And maybe we can share about how we got to our careers, this point in our careers, our journey as moms, and how we got to know each other too, how we met. Um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, Gloria? So, um, gosh, I think how I got here has been a long journey. I officially, I guess it's funny because if I were to talk about my journey, it's kind of like I start off career-wise, I guess that's what I look at, to calculate that journey, which is odd to say that that defines you as a person so much. But um, so I started off as a teacher many, mm. many years ago, and I took a leave when I had my first daughter, who is now going to be 17 in wow. June. So I took a leave thinking that I would be going back after a year. My mom retired on purpose to take care of her after that year was up. And I decided that, well, luckily enough, I was able to make the decision with their dad at the time that I didn't have to go back. And you would stay home. So we decided then we had another little girl mm. who is 15. She's about to be a quinceanera. Yeah, she is. She is. So when she turned to three, I still didn't have to return to my teaching career. And I decided I would take the leap of faith and do what was a passion of mine for many years and also my father's. So I jumped, you know head first with actually a friend of mine and we took the leap it honestly if it wouldn't have been for her I wouldn't have done it I didn't know you started with somebody else it didn't last very long okay it lasted <laughs> for one year okay that's another that's another conversation <laughs> but and it wasn't that we didn't get along it's just I think it's just hard to yeah. do a business with somebody else so we were just at different points in our lives and, you know, it was more she had to return. She had to have a more official Got it. paying job, something she could depend on. And, you know, businesses and we just couldn't do it together at the time. So if it wouldn't have been for her courage, I mm. don't know if I'd be here today. So even though it was very short lived, I have to say that was my push. Um... Because my fear was that my passion and what I loved, now I was responsible mm. that it had to be perfect. Right. Um, I also felt that I had a photographer mentor that said, when your passion becomes your job, you often lose the passion. Mm. That stuck Ouch. to me. Especially because my passion had been teaching and I had lost the passion because, not because of the students, just everything else that goes along right, with, with it. teaching. So I experienced that firsthand. So 
I was very fearful of that happening again. Long story short, obviously, here you I'm are here now. 12 years later. Once her and I decided not to continue doing it together, you know, that's when the name was changed, became Glow Pink Studios because my daughter's last name is Rosado, so hence the pink. Yes. And nothing, full force. I was lucky enough to get the studio and, you know, I love it. I'm still passionate about it. Maybe sometimes I say it's more the passion than the business aspect of it. That's probably my weakness, the Mm. business part. But I will tell you, I have not looked back. I go to work every time loving that I'm going to go. I don't sigh, even if it's, you know, on a weekend or late. I just, it doesn't bother me. I really, I love it. Well, as one of your clients or somebody who's been on the other side of the camera, I can totally say that I feel that. <laughs> and you always make your you make your clients and your the families you work with feel that passion and that love, and I think how much you pour into them like that makes such a big difference. You know, you totally. So we were talking about like capturing beautiful moments, and like I feel like you do such a great job at capturing like beautiful moments for families and. Were you, were you always into photography? You said that your dad, it was a passion of your dad's too. So my dad, it was his hobby. Oh, I didn't know he that. He took my quinceanera portraits. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> so that was never his job. Okay, but it he just never, loved to do he it. He had a dark room. He... Oh, so legitimately he had it as a hobby. He loved it. He loved it with all his heart. He just was never able to do it. Right. And... I will say a story that if he ever hears this, he will be shocked that I know this, but I once had someone here working in the studio, helping me clean up and organize, and I stepped away. He was here doing some little handy work around, and him and her strokes um, got into a conversation, and she says that he teared up because he told her that he was just so proud of the fact that he got to see me live out what he would have loved would have loved to have done and that Ugh. he was just in awe that I was able to do it and be so happy doing it so oh my gosh <laughs> he doesn't know I know that <laughs> but she told me she's like you know your father said teared this. up and I was like my father, I've only seen him cry once when his parents passed. I feel like that's such a full circle moment too because now, um, you you know, like you're, what you're doing, I think right, our parents now as moms, we can attest to this, right? Like everything that we do is to like mm-hmm. do give something better to our kids and to make it so that it's easier for them so that they can have it even better than we've had it. Yeah. And, you know, then to be able to see you um, fulfill that dream. It's so funny because my dad was kind of like a catalyst for what I'm doing too. Really? Because I saw him be in business for himself my whole life. He was an entrepreneur. So even though I was like in politics, it didn't, you know, I, I always wanted to have my own business, but I didn't know what that business would be. Right. Because I saw the life, you know, my mom was a teacher and my dad worked from home. He had his own business. And so like, I loved the lifestyle that our family had. I always had my parents around. Like, there was always one of them at everything. And so I wondered, like, how will that, how will I be able to create that in my own life? And, like, that was one of the, my kids were my motivation before I had them. And so I kind of measure my career based on them, too, because I thought of them before I started my business. Um, 
So no. tell me about yours, and then we'll backtrack. Okay. I think you asked me about capturing be- beautiful and then moments. I, I sidetracked. I don't <laughs> well, we'll talk about that because you know what? <laughs> we both. So I um, started. Obviously, I, my career started off in politics. I worked in D.C. I moved there after college, and um, I met Rich there, which you know, Rich, my husband. And you know, I started my Mary Kay business really as just like a fun side hustle, which I think a lot of people do that um, at some point. And for me, it was, I was young, I wasn't married and have no kids. So I was like, oh, extra money for I can travel, I can go to home goods more. <laughs> <laughs> I can, you know, so just like fun things. And, um, but as we, you know, we got engaged and then we were gonna get married. And like I told you, like I always wanted to have a career that I could be home or that I could have flexibility. And so that was something that was important to Rich and I. And so I, I was 30, and I said, you know, if I don't do this now, when am I going to do it? I don't know. No, I wasn't even, yeah, I was 30, so it was like seven years ago that I took the leap of faith to leave my full-time career and job to do this full-time. And for me, it's like, it was the, really, I never knew what the vehicle would be, um, but I always like prayed that God would like knock me over the head with the right opportunity, and that I would like have the courage to, to try something new. And... Um, yeah, it was also a be- my best friend that brought me into the business, and I actually did it to partially help her, and I don't think I would have started for myself. Isn't that funny? But I, I did it to help her, and in the process, I've gotten so much more. And so I'm celebrating 10 years this year, and I can't even believe it, really. Now I get to be home with the kids, and they're turning four and one, as you know. <laughs> Gloria Gloria gets to capture them. <laughs> As we it. grow, I know you've you've seen my family grow, so I love that. And part I was sharing with you, right, that like part of what brought me to that, I had this like career coach who said who allowed me, gave me permission to like explore new things because I felt like none of the things that I loved or none of my passions like made sense or were connected. And she said, "Well, I see a, a commonality. What can I share with you?" And she said. I see that you like to make things like you like to leave things more beautiful than you found them. And I love that. And I feel like you do the same thing. I think I think it is a compliment. I took it as a compliment. So I feel like you're the same way. Like you totally do that with photography. What do you feel like is your most like your favorite thing to capture? What are the moments that you love to capture the most? Gosh, um, obviously. I know you you mostly work with families, right? I think raw emotion unexpected moments Mm. are probably my favorite because you can't plan it right and I'm also such a planned out person that when that happens it's just so refreshing such a breath of fresh air that I love it the unexpected yeah um you know and and to me one of the favorite things, it's funny because I'll have a lot of moms tell me, especially like when it comes to when they're getting digitals or something like that, right. not so much a print and they have like a certain amount to choose from and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm having such a hard time choosing. Give me another week. You know, I can't. And I'm always like, okay, that's a good thing. That's a good right. thing. And I tell them, I'm like, no, yes, I'm glad you're having a hard time. Like, I want you to have a hard time. It always time happens to me. Because I would hate to think that it was so easy. And, yeah, like, you oh, know, there was only three good... I didn't do a good job. And I think it's about 
capturing the beauty, loving what you do, creating a life that you love. Yes. Um, you know, and I think that comes across. I think, you know, how you said you could feel it. I, I really do think that a person's sincerity comes across right away. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even, I mean, of course, I've had tough families. I've had difficult situations. And that's just part Being of having business, a business. 100%. But even at those times, like, I could still... I see the value in it mm. and I'm not going, I don't hate the situation. I find whether it's a lesson or something I could do better right. or, um, I've never been in the situation where I've seen it as a negative. I love that. So, you know, I just, I learn and I think it helps me capture the next family, the next moment. And develop also as a photographer, as a person. Yeah. So, but, oh, and going back to how she told you about how you like to leave things. Oh, yeah. I think that that even extends beyond, like, when you're just that type of person. Yes. I think it extends beyond Are you like your that in your job. personal life? Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't, I think when you're like that, you don't see it as work. You don't see it as 100%. Extra. So... You know, here's an example. This past Sunday was Easter. Right. And, you know, usually Easter is very casual. We yeah, decided to have breakfast because one of my nieces had to drive back to FSU and she had to leave by noon. So it was like this whole strategic timing and how we were going to do it. So it ended up being breakfast between 9.30 and 10 a.m. We were beginning and I decide, well, I'll have, you know, the tables in the back. My friend has chairs. I'm going to get flat. So I totally, you know, I'm putting Please. tables in the yard and I'm putting the... And, you know, my sister-in-law walks in and she's like, okay, seriously, you even have the chalkboard that says he's risen? She was, <laughs> And she's like, why, why, why do you do this? Like, And she expressed how her mother hmm. always felt when there was a holiday that she wanted to go out to a restaurant. She wanted to go somewhere because if she had to do the work, it wasn't a holiday for her. Like, it wasn't relaxing. Mm. And my sister-in-law kind of agrees with that. And see, with me, it shows how your parents kind of, like, mold you, kind Shape of. Shape you, yeah. For me, it was always at my parents' house. Everybody came over. We, right. you know, It was the cooking and the this and the that. And to me, it's it's second nature I love it. I enjoy it. There's moments I go crazy, but right. I love the craziness of it, you know, and, and making it beautiful, making it look nice, seeing the kids and right. how they, you know, just view it and having that as an example for them. To me, that's, that's great. Like just seeing everybody happy together, laughing and yeah, I'm the same way. It brings me joy. And like, I know that some people get shut down by like the idea of putting things like that together. Like right now we're going to be going to Disney for the kids birthdays, but I'm going <laughs> to do like a little birthday party for them. And literally for Julian, it's going to be like four little friends, but like I'm already planning, you know, we're going to do, it's going to be Toy Story and I'm going to set up the Toy Story movie and, you know, we're going to, I'm going to do like a little, you know, casual little movie theater with the Twinkie light, Twinkle Lights and like, I love the idea of like creating those 
like beautiful moments because to me, my mom was the same way. My mom always created that for us. So then I want to do that for the people around me. Like it brings me joy, you know, and even if it, it is work, cause it can be, it, can, it doesn't feel like it, you know, and the pretty plates and the settings and the flowers and yeah. Let that. me ask you something since your kids are younger. Yeah. Do you get, when you're in the midst of it, mm-hmm. of the planning, the day of in particular, are you enjoying it every second or are you stressing over that it has to be perfect? So it's funny you say that because I feel like I was just telling my mom this the other day that when I initially, I think I was very stressed out and I recognized that. And I said, I, w- I love doing this and I want to continue to feel joy in these moments. So how is it that I can still do this for everybody, but like be present for my kids? Because mm-hmm. like I remember we moved back three and a half years ago. That first year I was looking at pictures. I made a ham. I made asparagus. Like I had this gigantic and I did it all. For the first birthday? Or no, for about Easter. Easter. Okay, so I was like comparing Easter's. And then I was like, oh, and then like I've seen the progression of the years. And it was because somewhere along the way, and I was like that for Christmas too. I used to, my Christmas gift to everybody was always I would make breakfast. So I would wake up before everyone woke up and I would make breakfast for my whole family, like all the extended cousins, everybody. And, but along the way, I've realized if, if it's to be sustainable, I can still create the beautiful scenario, like the, the you know, decorations. And, but I have to like pass on a little bit of the responsibility mm-hmm. so that I too can be present and enjoy it and not be so stressed out. So I've learned now to like enjoy it more. Um, and so like it's so funny because I was, t- you know, my mom was like, are you exhausted? I was like, no. Everybody brought stuff. We all shared in the load. It was great, you know. Like I delegated. This is what I gotta do. More. So you know, I feel like that's made it better. You know, I ask you that because when my girls were younger, mm. especially their first birthday party, got it. Um, I do Christmas Eve at my house a lot. Right. Now I do sometimes Christmas Eve plus Christmas breakfast Mm. um because my girls love the whole brunch thing so now that they're older right that holds a lot of value that they love that so but i remember and i think it also had a lot to do with my age you know i i had the girls i was 31 when i had the first one so back then i think i i'm still ocd i'm still a perfectionist but I was so concerned about it being perfect mm. and so perfectly presented that it was more stressful than fun back then. And, you know, I think you probably learned it quicker than I did. It took me a long time. A friend of mine um, who I was just with today, she told me about this book called Present Over Perfect. And I haven't even finished reading it, but I just read like the very beginning and I have to tell you that that's like, I I feel like a lot of my generation of moms, like my friends that are, have younger kids, like a lot of them have had to, like have realized that so fast. Like I want to be present and it's not going to be perfect and that's okay. Right. I've had to let go of that because I think my tendency is to want it to be like flawless and perfect and then you end up fighting with everybody and you argue with, <laughs> you're, why didn't you take the trash out and why didn't you put this here and... Like, that would have been me. That was me. Right. That was me. And then, 
you know, it's like, well, it was supposed to be Christmas and you're, oh, you're supposed to be celebrating the birth of Christ and now, or like the resurrection of Christ. And now all of a sudden it's like, instead of being this wonderful time to gather, you're just upset, you know, that everything didn't happen the way you imagined it. Um, and I think that kind of like goes back to like even personal and also professionally, I think sometimes, you know, as you're like, and I've had to let go of a lot of expectations, you know, I think sometimes we think the path to our dreams and like what we desire that end, you know, vision of what we want for our life. It's not always so, um, from, you know, point A to B to C, you know, it's like, I've let go of those expectations to realize that, you know, if I'm evolving and growing, if I'm becoming the best version of myself, you know, if then, okay, it, my journey is going to look different from hers or yours, or, but I'll get there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so like there's been like a lot of, I think I always had a lot of expectations on myself of, you know, what my career would look like or how, what creating a family would look like. And I mean, you know about, you know, my personal journey and, and losing you know, my twins before having Julian. And I think in that loss, and and I'm sure I'll talk about that more at one point, that helped me to like release a lot of my desire for perfection. Like I, I had to like resign to just sometimes it's not, you know, no, I'm not the one in control pretty much ever. So yeah, I think it's been, it's been a journey, but like in business too, I know that for me, that's been, you know, hard. Like sometimes I'm hard on myself of like, this journey, oh, I'm not here, I'm not at this point, but like finding beauty also in that journey and knowing that, you know, how how, how have I grown? How far have I come? And, you know, celebrating that, so. I don't know why, as moms, I think we do that to ourselves, that we feel it has to be this perfect little world and perfect little everything. I mean, I see, you know, as a photographer on the other end Mm. when I'm photographing families obviously I see it completely different so there are a few families in particular the moms that come in with this preconceived notion of how their children have to be and dress during the session and you know when they're not meeting the mother's standards you know you see the frustration you see you know that the energy changing and I have to reinforce the fact that it's okay. You know, it's okay. Let them do what they're doing. You know, let it be. Right. I'll take care of it because I just, and, and I've been on the other ends, like even with my teenage daughters, there's been times Hmm. I come out crying and I'm taking our family portrait because my expectation as a mother is different is different as my expectation as a photographer um and you know in fact now that i say that someone the other day made a comment to me about a story i told them and they said you know it shifted in that fashion it was about me with my daughters and they said you know that scenario shifted because you looked at it with your heart rather than as their mother mm. And that, I, like, that was just like, oh my gosh, they're right. It's so interesting because I, I, I think sometimes, you know, and, and I know you're right because our kids also don't fixate on the things that we fixate on. Absolutely. And, you know, I've just, I, I think I, I, 
enjoy my kids more like <laughs> because now I, I'm trying to just enjoy them instead of like enjoying what I thought it was going to be like or the morning was you know like Christmas morning was going to be like or like I, even the day that we came here they took pictures of us with Selena like for that he got the little cars like sometimes the moments that are captured like if you I love him playing with the cars are the, that was like one of the best pictures okay, you know what I just thought of <laughs> No, it no. was not expected. Do you remember when we did the Christmas mini at that house and oh he my wouldn't God. stop playing with? <laughs> oh my gosh! With the blocks. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. So and those, but that picture. Okay, so you got a picture of him that all the blocks are stacked, and he's standing we in front of it. Something else. Right, and he was like standing in front of it. I love that picture. It's on my wall. It's like one of my favorite pictures. And the funny thing is, is that it represents a cap. It captures beautifully that moment in time at that time he was obsessed with sorting of like i'm telling you it was like this obsession he he was obsessed with sorting things by numbers by size I like so like whenever i look at the picture i'm like oh my gosh remember how he used to sort everything in the house like it, it captured something no like, do you remember the minis we took with with amelia my niece yes that, that they, they were hysterically crying so she starts crying he looks at her and just goes <laughs> and then because of that you brought out the cookies and literally one of my favorite pictures of julian was captured because of that moment he was eating a little cookie and rich and i look at that it's still on my wall he's eating that cookie and he's like looking all serious and he has like his little chubby hands holding the cookie crumbs all over his lips but it's like we weren't planning that it just happened you know like it it but that's the <sighs> thing like None of those so, those moments were all far from perfect or anything you would have imagined would have happened. And for me, it's easier to be like, it's okay, Mari, it's fine. Right. Because I'm not, you know, I think it has a lot to do with this. I'm not emotionally involved at the moment. Right. So I'm able to see You're it separated. from an observer. Exactly. And say, it's fine because I trust enough that we'll get what we need to get yeah and those are that's going back to the things i told you that it's those unexpected unplanned yeah. moments that honestly i love most because my favorite thing is newborns in general yeah like just holding them They're and so spending that time with them and the smell like people think i'm weird saying that no newborns smell oh so good it's just crazy but it's those unexpected moments in those other situations that and I don't feel it at the moment but in it's retrospect. funny because at the moment I'm just making sure I'm getting what right. I feel will make you know it may not be what you expected but, but I want to make sure it's something that captured you yeah. as a family or your child at the moment so I'm I'm still concerned about that mm. and I don't see it honestly in full and feel it until i put it on my laptop and then i'm seeing it and it's funny because a lot of times i'll open the images up and i'm looking at them and i'm like and i've even like teared up sometimes because that's when i could like oh you're like something special yeah happened. because at the moment and then like even when we're done then it's like okay you know we're cleaning them up you're getting ready to leave i'm making sure you have everything i make yeah. sure i have my stuff so i don't have like the mental state 
is not to appreciate it, mm. which I think that happens to us in Every, any aspect yes. of life. You know, like even party planning or this. Like, it's it's after when you're like, oh my god, I we made something beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, I will say this. I'm excited because I think we, you know, are gonna have a lot of fun things to talk about. And um, this journey is just starting, and we have a lot of beautiful things to create. We, I know, we have so much in common. And I'm excited to explore some of those things on, with you know, with the people who are tuning in. So, I know we had to stop ourselves because we started talking about some stuff. And I like, know. wait, we we're need like, to wait. This is really good. <laughs> so I know we want to leave with a question to ponder about, right? Because next time we're going to be digging deeper into a subject. So we want you to think about. You know, and I want you to think about this too, like a time where you wish you had been treated a little bit differently. And okay. we're going to de- de- dive deep into that. So until all next right. time. All right. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>